0: Okay, people, okay, people, it is time to do this post-game show, and, and this time we got Nick Bondi with me, uh, because do you think I want to do a solo show after that game? No, no chance in hell. That game. No. no chance in hell. Now, before we start, I got this right here. I, I don't think it's illegal. I don't think I'm, uh, you know, harming the children, but it's um, it's pronounced newo pept or newo pept Yeah. I think nice. I heard about it on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. And a homie named Leonard gave it to me at work. Out. Shit's kinda crazy, man. Shit's kinda crazy. Is it DMT? It's not DMT. That's
1: Joe Rogan's thing.
0: <laughs> no, it's not DMT, bro. You know what it is? I think it's uh, I think it's something that helps your brain out do things a little okay, bit cool. differently. Okay, I I was reading yesterday after it and bro, that shit was kinda crazy. Now, I didn't take it for this episode, okay? I didn't take it for this episode. I got Bondi with me. I don't need that much assistance. But we will talk about that game. And we'll also talk about uh, this Brian Burke book because uh, I want the people reading books, okay? Y'all reading so many fucking captions, which is cool. But you might as well use that reading ability of yours to to read some books. And like I said, you think I want to talk about that bullshit? There's no chance in hell. No chance in fucking hell, bro. No chance. No chance in hell. Let's do this sipping on a 40. (laughs)
1: Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans.
0: Uh, here's my question, though. Why are you looking at the absence of JT Miller and not the quote-unquote absence of Elias Pettersson? He's playing. Like, I
1: know he's Patterson's playing. in the lineup, man. I know he's in the
0: lineup, but it, doesn't it feel as if uh, there's something off? Or is it just early in the season? It's it's probably a mixture. It's probably a mixture of both.
1: You know I mean you think about let's think about the early last season. Everyone coming to camp thought Michael Ferland would be the guy to play on that top line. That's what he did the first two games, right? He played the first two games with that top line, didn't work. They put J T Miller on, and the rest is history. So that's why I'm thinking J T Miller is maybe the most important guy because he may be the straw that you know stirs the drink. To to use another cliche for that top line
0: and you know what this show is called sipping on a fucking 40 it's named after Elias Patterson, and I have all the faith in the world because he's one of the best players in mm-hmm. Canada he's gonna get the job done but through not 90- let me ask a
1: question for you though Okay,
0: I, go. I tweeted this out is it time to
1: push the panic button no no are you come pushing on man the panic button? shut the fuck We're up man are you for the panic button space. not even close I'm, man I'm not, I'm not pushing it either I'm not pushing it either but I at least know where the panic button is you're a fucking right troll like, dude if-
0: it's, a, it's, it, out it's out on
1: the counter it's on the counter i know in the general area where it is if i need to push it but i'm not pushing it yeah.
0: but the panic button is is, is is i know where it is yeah yeah I'm, I'm not even close to that because it's so early in the season we've been watching well, sports for think, what almost 20 years come on this. man
1: this is a 56 game no this is not an 82 game season you got to get off to a good start in a 56 game season like i'm thinking disaster scenario right now worst case scenario we have to lose seven of nine to start the season that's that's probably the season. That's like you don't have much runway to, to come back after that. And of course, that's a disaster scenario. I'm not pushing the panic button just yet, but I'm just saying, you know, if, if they get swept by the Calgary Flames on Monday, then you got you got to start making it again. Two or three against Montreal, and two or three against their next series, what have you.
0: I'm probably not gonna get worried until the ten or fifteen game mark. To be honest, I understand that it's a fifty-six game schedule, but come on, man! The Vancouver Canucks just spent what almost a week in Alberta. You try spending a fucking week in Alberta, yeah, okay? Come on, dog. Let's not blame the boys. <laughs> not fun in January. Too much, okay? Not that much fun in January. It, it, it is what it is. It's a it's a bizarre start to the year, but I, I'm not gonna come close to the fucking panic button. But hey, through nine periods, uh, I'll be honest. I think Brock Besser and Elias Patterson, the two best. Fours on the team right now will playing on that top line. They've only had one good period, and that has yeah. to change for everything to change on a team that really doesn't have a lot of depth. Now, uh, again, not close to the panic button. I still believe that this is the best team in Canada, but what we saw today absolutely sucked ass. That was horrible, yo. That was horrible, man.
1: teams especially.
0: Yo, I watched I that game alone. Happy. I watched that game alone here. I almost fell asleep, bro. That's why I was doing all the tweeting for Nux Misconduct. I never do that. I, it was the only thing I could do to entertain myself, man.
1: Like I said a few minutes ago, can you think of one great 5-on-5 chance of the Canucks in this game tonight? They really didn't.
0: No, 100%. And they but-
1: didn't really get a, They really didn't get a really, really great-age chance on that 5-on-3. That might have been the TSN turning point right there. If they get a goal on that 5-on-3, that, that game's probably different, right? They have a little, at least a bit of confidence on the offensive side of the puck.
0: Look, if they're going to win on Monday another game where they're not going to have JT Miller in the lineup, an- another game where there's a possibility where Louis Erickson slots in Horvat, Petterson and Besser are going to be have to be 10 times better. L- literally 10 times better because the other guy who's the lead on this team, Quinn Hughes, he's doing everything he can. The dude's do- doing doing yeah. a lot. He- he's working his ass off and-, and making plays, but right now everyone that he gives a puck to just can't do shit. Uh, they just seem bored, okay? Again, st- you try spending a fucking week in Alberta, okay? Come yeah, on. I've tried doing that, man. That's why I never uh, really go to Alberta. You know, the family's always out there. A lot of, a lot of FINDU's. Yes, FINDU's out in Calgary. I never go, but hey, it does hurt to lose to a team in Alberta. You're listening to Sipping on a Forty, Kyle Bowen. We got Nick Bondy, host the Power of t- of the Towel uh, on the show as well. And again, again, go check out that that next episode coming out when Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday with, morning. With who right again? Early.
1: With who again? Carolyn Cameron. Boom. Carolyn Cameron, the host of S hockey coverage. She was on the team. She wasn't on there tonight. I guarantee you, she'll be there probably on Monday.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and again they break down uh, the Bondi's uh, sports radio debate. If JT, JT Miller, the most
1: important player on the Canucks, I <laughs> think JT
0: Miller, it's getting proven right now. The most important player on the Canucks. Uh, the other story here, and I, uh, I actually mean what I'm about to say. There's no like sarcasm here. There's no. Uh, I'm not even looking for a good storyline. I just. I just fuck with Jacob Markstrom a lot. What he did with the Canucks for the past two seasons and what he did last year, right after his father died, just going through what he went through, coming back and still playing so sharp, carrying this team to a playoff spot. I'm kind of happy for the dude. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's 2021. I'm just loving life. I'm not stressing. No no panic button in sight. I still think this team, our team, is the best team in Canada. I'm happy for the dude, man. I'm happy for the dude.
1: Yeah, it's hard not to root for a guy like Jacob Markstrom. Let's go back even further to when he was traded to the vancouver Canucks, he was part of that roberto luongo trade and if you remember from the day he was drafted he was at you but jacob markson was at one point considered the best goalie non the nhl like the best goaltending prospect in the world mm-hmm. and it, it looked at one point he really wasn't going to live up to the hype. and you know he comes to vancouver builds himself back up and gets a gets a fat contract so yeah no it's hard not to root for jacob markson it's just yeah. Man, did you have to get a shout-out against the Canucks? Like, did you really have to do us like well, that? Like, we, we treated you so well for well, so many years. We the Canucks helped you didn't get even that try, contract. Man. We have to get a shout-out against us. Let's let in one goal. Just let us feel a bit confident. Dude, the Canucks... Because if it's like a 3-2 game, then maybe we feel a bit better going in the, in the next game.
0: Dude, he faced 32 shots, and all of them are so fucking easy, man. Honestly, the, uh, yeah, a ball no. hockey goalie could have been a net and got the yeah, job done. The, the, I could have been a net. And it, I feel and as if like the, the Canucks were being nice to him. Inside. The Canucks were being nice to him, yo take it have the shutout look good saw i
1: think the broadcast pointed it out at one point but they all seem to be shooting blocker side they all seem to be trying to get it get it past the blocker and maybe there's a bit of mind games maybe he knew they knew they were going to shoot blocker side and and vice versa so yeah no it was was a good game by markstrom no doubt but yeah you're right the the connects did not make it uh yeah, too they're bored.
0: You, you try spending a week in Alberta, okay? You just try doing it. I'm not, again, looking for that fucking panic button. I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. My Packers just picked up a dub. Dude, you think I'm you think i going to yeah. have a bad night tonight? No chance in yeah. hell, yo. No chance in hell. I'm two wins away from being a fucking Super Bowl champion, okay? You're listening to sipping on a 40 again with Kyle Bowen and Nick Bondi. Uh, that's enough of the game talk because there's really not a lot to talk about. Uh, we could touch on the goaltending a bit. Uh, I think Holtby and Demko through three games, that— uh, They've done what they could. They haven't stole the Canucks' yeah. points. I don't think Holby mm-hmm. stole the Canucks' two points in the first game. It's okay, though. I'm not really looking into it yet. Now, let's talk about this book, though, okay? Brian Burke, right here. The book is yes. called Burke's Law. Bondi did finish this book, and we're going to go through a lot of hockey books this year on sipping on a 40. And I actually do want Bondi on uh, what the fuck you're reading when I finish this book, okay? We'll, we'll talk nice. about it in-depth yeah, there. Fun. But right now, you might as well tell the hockey listeners about the book uh, what did you think about the book
1: i thought it was i thought it was pretty good outside some basic uh fact checking errors like i think at one point they uh, they said the canucks made the finals in 1984 which is not true they made it in 1982. it was just like a couple of mistakes like that like i, I get the publishing industry has been struggling because of the <laughs> pandemic but we can't get a basic fact checker the check what year the Canucks
0: made the final? <laughs> they, they made it 1982, right? Isn't, Burke it it. Isn't Burke a lawyer yeah, too? Isn't Burke a lawyer too? Motherfucker got to have his facts. Man. Uh, what else but about no, it, it though? What, what was good about it?
1: I, it's just cool to, to see how far back Brian Burke goes in, in, in hockey. You know, he played he played under Lou Lamorello in college. Like, that's how far back this guy goes in the <laughs> mm-hmm. game. And he was an agent. It's it, From a Canucks fan's perspective, it's pretty cool hearing stories about his... Uh, his, his tenure with the connects you know before before he became the actual gm and then you know in the late 80s and early 90s like he talks about drafting Pavel Bure, he mm-hmm. talks about you know drafting the twins all, all these cool stuff like especially if you're a canucks fan and even if you're not a canucks fan still cool stories from his time with the leafs yeah. and the flames and even with the ducks i, I know about winning the stanley cup was is a really cool story it gives a interesting perspective on it is how nervous he was mm-hmm. uh because they, they beat the, the Sens in game five that year in 2007 and he used to talk about like how nervous he was before the game the ducks
0: what a stack yeah. team and, and you know what the internet will tell you that uh the old white man is not really popular <laughs> in, yeah. in hockey you know nobody wants to support yeah. uh, the old white man or whatever but brian burke especially for the people in vancouver like there's a lot of like history there you know and, and what's the word? Truculence. He, he's just a polarizing truculence
1: dude. Truculence and pugnacity. That was his, like, big uh, press conference. You, you,
0: you completely cut out there. Completely cut out there trying to go in on this Brian Burke book. Uh, that t- The tie. Remember the tie? Yeah. Remember the tie, yo? Over the fucking... Yes. That was something else, man. Around the neck, stressed out, press conferences, calling people out. Uh, that's why I'm really excited to read this book because I do believe it will be really entertaining. And just by going back... And looking at all these hockey books, man, I'm really just tapping into my childhood because so much has changed in my life. During the last five or six years, I've gained so many other interests. And for some reason, it always does come back to hockey.
1: Yeah, It
0: always comes back to hockey. I always call my people out, too, man. I meet so many new people that are born in Canada. They don't give a fuck about hockey. They're not true Canadians, yo. They ain't true Canadians. No chance in hell, yo.
1: Okay. You know what's another good hockey book is uh, Ken Dryden's The Game. Oh, so good. That was probably my favorite hockey book I've ever read. Because he's like, you, you don't think, you forget, like, Ken Dryden's like a great, smart dude. Like, he went to law school, mm-hmm. he became an MP for a while. Like, it's actually like a very well written book mm-hmm. for, for a hockey player. Not to say like all oh, athletes are dumb as bricks or whatever, but like, it's actually a very well written book. It's probably well written, more well written than Brian Burke's book, to be Ooh,
0: honest. Man, there's so many hockey books. So I have that book I and I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I finished like halfway, I went halfway through it, didn't completely, completely finish it, but. It was a good read, and I am reading also Han, Han the Ryan Singh. Yes. I got called out by the boss, okay? I have to, I have to say his name right. I'm working on it. Han the Ryan Singh. One game at a time. That book is fucking beautiful. Really tapping yeah. into my childhood through that read. So, yeah, anyone that's listening to this, go read some fucking books. Gain some peace of mind. Help Help your spirit out. It, honestly speaking, like – Think about this, right? There's there's people in, in Vancouver right now, or Vancouver Canucks fans, just spending all their time on Twitter right now, which is cool. You know, it's entertaining and whatnot. But what are you going to do spending your time on Twitter after this bullshit? After this bullshit? Uh, everything that people are going to write. Try and try and get your point across. The blogs, uh, the Athletes. Like, what are you going to write about? What, what point? Game three, the team was absolute trash. It was just, uh, I'm not really digging into yeah. it. I'm not really digging into it. Might now, be what, a bit
1: shorter, Athletes and another. Another other uh, articles this time around.
0: That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, before I, I let you go and just, again, just end this show, I'm not, I'm not sticking around for that long, too. I got things to do. I called out a couple people, okay? I called out a couple people on the pa- last episode, those people talking shit about Connor McDavid, a player that we got to play another eight times, a player that people had below Elias Pettersson when it came to the best players in Canada. I remember that we went back and forth about this, too, in yeah, I think you you were on the, uh, the the McDavid train, so so it's all good there. Uh, don't you blame the city of Vancouver for that one? I'm still pissed off at yeah. the people there, man.
1: No, no, yeah, hundred percent. And we talked about this with uh, with Carolyn Cameron, which uh, in the interview that will air on Tuesday, he pulled the uh, Michael Jordan, and I
0: took that personally.
1: Ooh. Like he, he like he definitely like he like McDavid definitely has a burner of some sort. He has like the Kevin Durant burner out there. Doesn't he's, even need a burner.
0: He, people were tagging this guy.
1: He sees all the tweets. He sees them all, and he's like, you know what? Fuck this! Like, yeah. I'm gonna show out. I'm gonna sh- prove that
0: I'm still the best player in the league. And, and look, your Canucks are one and two. They're one and two right now. So, if you're listening to this, you better not be Warriors talking. Or are one
1: and two as well, though?
0: It, it don't matter. We got to play that guy another eight times. Your Canucks are one and two. Fifty-six game season. If you talk any more shit about Connor McDavid and you're from this city, get the fuck out of the city. Get the fuck out of the city, man. You know you ain't doing anyone anyone good. Okay, you're, you're poking the bear, so to say. Yeah, you don't want to poke that bear. Uh, that was sipping on a 40. Bondi, thanks for saving me some time, okay? Thanks no for problem. saving me some time. You the fucking man. Power no of the fun. towel on Tuesday coming out. Caroline Cameron, uh, one of the best broadcasters Absolutely. in Canada. Yeah. Hands down, hands down. Yeah. Uh, every broadcast is entertaining, so go check out that episode. And Bondi, man, you're probably one of the best podcasters in the city right now, too. So uh, straight up, man. Straight up, straight up. up. I mean that. I mean that. So that episode. I appreciate you pumping me- Always got him, man. You on the network. You on the network. Yes, the Nux Misconduct Network. If you're a hockey fan, go find it. Wherever you stream your hockey podcast, I promise you, yes, I promise you, your hockey life will get a little bit better. We're not gonna change your fucking life, but we'll make it a little bit better. Sipping on a 40 after every single Canucks game. We the fastest uploaded sports podcast in the history of sports, I think. I think. And for that I'm gonna give I'm gonna give myself a round of applause, okay? Yeah, you deserve, you deserve. <laughs> Hey, I don't know. We haven't chilled in a while, but do you know that I haven't smoked weed all of January? It's only the 16th? Are you serious? I got fucking 16 days left. You're
1: on that sober January train too, huh? A lot of people are on that now. I
0: got 16 days left, bro. I'm not going to lie. All these days feel long, super long, which is great. You're a
1: stronger man than I. I don't think I could do that.
0: Yeah, I just saw you chugging a beer after that. defeat. I still got 16 days left. Are you serious, man? I, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it for sure. Nothing's changed in my life, but damn, 16 more days, man. A nice blunt right now would have been nice, man. No joke, no joke. But I guess I'm just stuck with this shit right here. Uh,
1: that's how one of my friends became a vegetarian. Decided to give up meat for a month. What? And he just and he just said, "Fuck it, like I don't like it
0: anymore." Dude, I've been eating so many salads, bro. So I got kind of scared of that. I got kinda, I got kind of scared of that. So I had some KFC yesterday, okay? Because I was like, "Yo, I don't want to <laughs> give up meat, dude. I don't want to give up meat." you got to get that protein that's all right you know what's funny man typical uh typical answer from a white dude okay you got to get your protein and you don't got fucking meat. Yeah. okay so in this book from Harn Narayan Sang, one game at a time he talks about when his family moved to brooks alberta uh the the white people there there's only white people there at the time yeah. early uh, late 60s early 70s kept asking like you know the parents like where do you, where do you guys get your protein from because that's where all the beef co- comes from in brooks yeah. alberta cuz they didn't know and their response was like, "Yo, you guys don't know about know about lentils. Y'all don't know about chickpeas. Yeah. Okay, come on, okay, man.
1: Well, meat tastes better than lentils. That
0: would we I don't know, man. You got to come over one day and have some dal, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, but I, I'm on that boat too. I, I do think a burger tastes better than that. But hey, it is what it is. You got to eat what you got to get. But yeah, don't lie to the people. Okay, you can get protein from other sources of food." motherfucker that was an episode of sipping on a 40 have a good morning a good afternoon a good night we don't know when you're listening to this but we yes we appreciate it peace